Welcome to the Ear for Fear podcast, the horror movie podcast that boils and ghouls and dead alike are screaming for. Don't be afraid to listen as Rick and the Creeps bore their way into your brains, slither down onto your arteries, into your still beating hearts. Hi, welcome to Ear for Fear. This is Rick, and this is the podcast that talks about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. Uh, today, we're going to be chatting about 1976's Carrie, directed by Brian De Palma, joined by one of the creeps. Morris is in the house. Hey, what's up, man? Monster Movie Man 13. Mm-hmm. If you're not checking them out, check them out. Show them some love. Uh, before you and I jump into this thing, let's do a quick synopsis. Uh, Carrie is a shy, friendless teenage girl who is sheltered by her domineering and very religious mother. After being humiliated by her classmates at her senior prom, she unleashes her telekinetic powers that has tragic consequences. man so uh carrie uh you're is brian de palma your favorite director one of your favorite directors? he's actually one of my favorite directors yeah yeah um and this is probably one of my favorite movies so i'm unfortunately i'm biased and i know that we're going to be giving spoilers uh yeah thank you because i i never remember to say spoilers i don't uh but i think if if people are listening to us they kind of know right um and before carrie he did what? Sisters? Sisters. Obsession. Um, and there was another movie he oh, did. Oh, uh, Phantom of Paradise. Phantom. I, I, I'll i be honest. I haven't seen Sisters, and I haven't seen Obsession or Phantom of Paradise. I've seen Obsession once. Really, really good. Um, not great. And I'm probably more of a fan of Sisters. But uh, Phantom of Paradise, which is crazy because I think it came out around the same time as- it, it um Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. So I, th- okay. I think it came out in 75, maybe 74. I thought it I came can't... out in 76, which is weird because Carrie came out in 76. Oh, did it come out in 76? So I don't know if it was it was filmed and then it was released. And then I, I thought that's yeah. what I had I know saw. it was filmed bef- I, before Carrie. I just yeah. didn't know the year. But um, I think it was a little bit of Brian De Palma's answer to, you know, Rocky Horror. Ah, uh, okay. Because it's, it's, got, it's a musical. It's got, it is? It's got a story uh. and- it's kind of that, you know, the story of Faust, yeah, which is oh, the Faust, 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 yeah. Thank you, yeah. Um, because uh, you know the guy selling his soul to the devil, yeah. You know, yeah. and and a little bit of uh, you know the Robert Johnson, you know, just oh yeah, uh-huh. it's 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 basically that story, really, yeah. Interesting. Is it a good movie? Uh, it's okay. You yeah. know what? I don't have the appreciation for it as other people. I can appreciate that it's a Brian De Palma film, yeah. 
uh, I don't own a copy, and I used to own a copy. So if that tells oh, you, oh yeah, I do, I do, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, and I've only seen it like two and a half times. I I should probably give it another rewatch just to see if my my feelings have changed towards it. Yeah, it's possible. But, yeah. Um, I mean, Brian De Palma. You know, I think this was last year. I went on a little bit of a kick because I didn't, I mean, I knew of his movies, but I didn't, I hadn't seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, and you and I were chatting about this. I think I watched Blowout and Body Double and Dress to Kill. Yes. And uh, of course, Carrie. Um, but he definitely has a style. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say he's, was he, he's definitely influenced by Alfred Hitchcock, right? He is. Yeah. Cause I mean, he has that, he has kind of similar style of Hitchcock. What I love about Brian De Palma's, work is the shots the Mm -hmm. close-up shots where and i don't know if there's a name for it but the perspective like say okay there's a scene in carrie where i think carrie is sitting in the she's getting ready to go see the principal and there's a scene where you can see her face and it's really close up but then the secretary is in in the background but it's but the perspective feels like they're right next to each other she's in the foreground yeah secretary's in the background also like when uh, they're in class with uh, that Mr. Uh, Sidney Lassick's character. Oh, Mr. Uh, Fromm. M- Mr. Fromm's when, class. When he's talking about uh, the poems. Um, Tommy's poem. Yeah. Right. And yes. in the, uh, Tommy's in the foreground and, and, and Carrie's in the background. Yeah. But, and, but the, but the, and, and is there, yeah. a, is there a name for that perspective? Because there, there De Palma is, does and, that a lot. And obviously I don't know what it is. I would, know, yeah. But, but I'm sure a, look that a, up. a film fan or a, a film student would know that. Um, I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I've heard uh, yeah. it before, but but he um, he loves that shot. Oh yeah, he also loves split screen. Yes, the split yeah the split screen, and he does that in Carrie, and they really work. Oh, I yeah. mean, like like they work really well in this. Yeah, and I think he was going to do more of the split screen in Carrie, but he only he felt maybe it wasn't going to be as effective. Mm-hmm. And he does it, of course, at the end, and it's super effective, <laughs> incredible. Um, and so so yeah, I mean, I I dig I dig. Probably not as much as you, but and I haven't seen as many Brian De Palma films as you have, but I do like his movies. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, Carrie was based off of a story by Stephen King, <laughs> which most right. most movies or most horror movies, it seems like, especially in the 70s and 80s, were a Stephen King oh, adaption, yeah. you know. This was uh, Stephen King's first published novel. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think I'd read he only got like they gave him like 2500 bucks for it or something and at the time he was like hey i was just happy yeah, to get that it they were, yeah they were yeah they were just using my my book for a movie and of course you know the rest is history yeah. with stephen king um but before we before we kind of start talking about the movie let's so we know Brian De Palma, Stephen King wrote it. Uh, Carrie is played by Sissy Spacek, who was like twenty six at the time that yeah, this was made. But dude, she passes oh, for a teenager. Exactly, she's great in this. Uh, she's she's really good in this. Um, the mother or Margaret is played by Piper Laurie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sue is Amy Irving, which I didn't realize she was married to Stephen Spielberg. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember didn't know that. this. Um, yeah. I'd looked up. Uh, I was looking up stuff because I, I, she's very pretty, by the way. Yes. Uh, and, 
And there was a there was a thing that I read where it said Brian De Palma called up Steven Spielberg. He goes, "Hey, you got to come down to the set of Carrie. We got a lot of pretty women here." I think that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I, I don't. That's kind of messed up. And then yeah. Steven Spielberg struck out with like everybody except for I guess Amy Irving, which they ended up marrying. Right. And then they divorced, and she got a hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, it, at the time it was the biggest <laughs> Hollywood um, divorce uh, settlement that is in history. Nuts. That is nuts to get and they weren't married long maybe five six years or yeah. something yeah like something like something, that. something like five years yeah. um billy is played by john travolta this was around the time he was doing welcome back Cotta. it was mr Cotta. um <laughs> and then chris uh, is played by nancy allen uh, she was uh she's in a lot of brian tapalma movies were they married they were married they were married at, right yeah okay um i want to say they probably got married after this movie after this movie yeah okay and then uh character miss collins i forget the actress norma uh, betty buckley did betty buckley okay and you, you know betty buckley was only 29 at the time I, that this was i read that so she, she looks so much older so than them, much right? older than the rest of the girls you know that's the thing that okay and i know jake brought this up in a previous episode i think or him and i have had a mm-hmm. had a side conversation if you go back to 70s and 80s and you look at someone and you look at their age, they seem so much older than like nowadays. Think about Ed Asner back in the yeah, Mary Tyler yes, Moore Mary show. Mary Tyler Moore. He looked like he was already in his 60s. Dude, he looked like, yeah, 50 or 60. He was buddy. probably like in his late 30s. Isn't it weird though? <laughs> it's I, it's odd, man, because yeah, she she easily looked like she could be in her, I don't know, 30s or 40s. But yeah, she's in her late 20s. Yeah. And so that's, and it's just, I don't know if it's just we look we look at people differently through another for through a different lens. Yeah. Through, so nowadays, because like I, you and I, are, well, I'm almost fifty. Yeah, you're over fifty. Yeah, but I think we look pretty damn good for our age, if uh, we do say yeah, so I ourselves. Mean, I, I did uh, up, up until I was probably forty two. I had people saying that I I looked like I was barely thirty. But could you imagine but, what we would like? People would like if we were if we were look like we do now. Yeah. Through a lens of like say the seventies or eighties, oh, yeah. they probably think we're like seventy or something. Dude, we're like <laughs> some ancient fucks, you know. Probably, but it's just weird. I know Jake had brought this up before. It's just strange to look at people that way. Um, let's see. Norma is played by PJ Souls. Yes, which of course people remember her from the original Halloween. What was up with her damn bangs, dude? I could not. I couldn't deal with her hair. Really, I could not deal. She wore a hat, mm-hmm. but she had these weird bangs throughout Carrie. It bothered the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> Mr. Fromm is the teacher. Mr. Morton's the principal. And Freddie, Freddie comes into play later. He's a friend of, I guess, kind of all of them, Tommy and and Sue and all of them. Oh, but, little side note. Yeah. Um, the woman that played uh, Sue Snell's mother is her, oh. is her real mother in real life. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I forget what her name was. Uh, uh, she looked familiar. Like we'd seen her in Priscilla something else. Priscilla Pointer is her name, but yeah, she just went by Mrs. Snow. She, she reminded me of like, she was very fitting of the mothers of the 70s. She looked like that quintessential oh. mother of the 70s. Oh, totally. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's, I think that's the kind of the main, main characters. I think main, I think uh, so. I think so. I mean, there's a few other people here and there, but they're just, I don't think they're as as important to the film. Right. I think those are the, the kind of the the um the main the main people, uh main actors, main characters. Um and and this 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 movie is both character driven and plot driven, right? I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's you have to really feel for these characters. Um especially especially Carrie. Like I said, dude, she 
I've seen this I've seen this several times over the years, and I rewatched it last night for the episode. Sissy Spacek was fantastic in this movie. Oh my god. Her I mean, just phenomenal, dude. I would say the bet the two best is Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie. The, uh, they make the oh movie. Oh my god. Her mother is crazy as shit, dude. She is crazy. She she embodies this character, and no other adaption of of this story even remotely comes close. And I know a lot of people that, especially you know, newer horror fans, they they can't get really get behind this movie because it's it's dated, you know. It's it's, sure, it's, it's very dated. it's very dated. But it does I, feel seventies. I, mean. I can look past the datedness of this movie yeah. because the performances really drives the story. It it does drive the story. And see, you know, you and I kind of growing up in this this time frame, it's nostalgic for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so I, I I but I but I bet if you yeah, if you had someone in their I don't know, teens or twenties nowadays, they they probably have a hard time digesting it because of how dated it looks. Right. Just um, like the same way we had a little hard time with movies from the forties because Yes. Because it's hard for me. Yeah. I, I I and you know this, and I probably said this on the podcast. It's hard. Like I, I I don't know what it is with black and white film. I, mm. I do respect it and in its place. And probably Psycho is is really – and The Wizard of Oz, but then The Wizard of Oz, because nowadays it has been right. colorized. Um, I, those are probably the only two movies that I can probably sit down and watch that are black and white. I don't know what it is. It's the stigma with me. And I don't know. I just – I I again, I, I know there are great movies that are in black and white, and I appreciate their their place in, in say film history, but right. it's hard, man. It's hard mm. for me. You can definitely do it more so than I can. I can, but yeah, even even I struggle on some stories. Because you, from, I mean, you love Universal Monsters, and oh, I do. And most of those, if not all those, were were all those black and white, or most of them? Yeah, uh, they were all black and white. All black and white, yeah. right? And it, so, yeah, except for the colorized version of um, Phantom of the Opera from the early 40s oh okay that, that was so they that colorized was, them yeah well that one was shot in technicolor ah technicolor okay yeah. yeah um but uh so we know what i love about this movie he doesn't waste any time no he goes he right wastes, into the story literally as soon as the movie starts they're playing volleyball and and Carrie is basically presented with the with i and this is the thing it just looked like it was it was PE. That's it was. all this look. So it's not, a, it's fucking PE. Who cares? Yeah. It's not like it's a game and she's right. on the team and she's, she can't hit the last shot to win. Dude, it's PE. Who gives a you shit? You can tell that these girls have, especially driven by uh, Chris, that they've had it out for Carrie for a while. Yeah. And Carrie, I mean, let's, okay. So, and it doesn't make it right. I'm going to be very clear. But you can tell she's awkward. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She doesn't know how to really talk with people or mm. associate with people. She's. She's. Well, the um, thing is, she's. She's very smart. Yes. She's very smart, and I think she's very quiet. And I think because of her mother, she doesn't really make friends that easily. Yeah. But, I mean, you can even tell. You know, of course, I'm fast forwarding. Going to the prom, she's. She's coming out of her shell. You could tell that yeah. she integrates well, and and, she the, and, does. and the awkward awkwardness was going away. Yeah. Uh, even you know, again, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit. Even Lisa and I have both. My wife and I have both. Uh, just kind of have a little conversation. Uh, being that you know, Tommy takes her to the prom. You yeah. Know, that uh, and and you know, Sue is like you know, take take Carrie to the prom, take Carrie to the prom. And he's like, why you know. Just, just do it for me. We could tell that 
that was probably the the moment if if none of this happened if if things if life was just going mm-hmm. on that um Tommy probably would have dumped Sue and probably would have you think so? Dated Carrie. You think that he would have? He would have. Lisa, Lisa and Lisa and I both yeah. talked about this because we could just tell in their the performance and, and yeah. their their little nuances of of what they were, how they were treating each other. That he was really, really starting to like her. Yeah, and um, she's and, she's definitely and she was glowing too. She but, really was glowing. But I'm we, I'm so jumping ahead. No, it's let's, okay. Let's let's go. It's, it's all right. Back um, to the volleyball game. It's a volleyball game. Carrie misses the shot. They basically shit on her. I mean, yeah. every single one of them. And then she goes to, they go to shower up. And this is the, this is the uh, period scene mm-hmm. where, because the mother or Margaret, we'll just call her mother, um, that she's, she really hasn't, she's super duper religious, mm-hmm. super duper over the top religious. Like she's psycho religious. Oh man. yeah. Like, uh, and, and what's funny is it seems like. The religion she's preaching doesn't seem to be even in the Bible. Mm. I think I read that somewhere. Like it's she's so crazy that the stuff she preaches, mm-hmm. she she will she will uh, quote verses from the Bible, but mm-hmm. the 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 verses that she's quoting are not even in the Bible. That's mm-hmm. how nuts she is. And so boys and she she preaches boys are you know dirty and sin and all this other stuff. Yeah. And so then when Carrie gets her period. And what is she, 17? Would you say she's about 17? It's a senior prom, 16, yeah. 17? Yeah, she's- I would say 17 Seventeen. She She's freaked out. She doesn't, She doesn't. Her mother never told her about and this. And for the fact that she carried this on for so long. Yeah. And you know, this story is a slice. It's funny. It's like Carrie is, Carrie's had life with her mother for many years. She's gone through- Going to school and probably being bullied, you know. But, oh yeah. But but we're getting just a little fraction of we it. We are. We are. And the fraction is because she has her period. This is when things change for her. So kind of sets the ball in. Mo- right. It, yeah. It sets the ball yeah. of this of this particular story. Yeah. Because once she has her period, she gets her powers. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and but the mother. Um, okay. So let's let's not get too far ahead. Right. That's true. Because I mean. You know, and we'll get to this, but the mother has brainwashed Carrie for for years mm-hmm. with this religion, and and so so she gets her period, and she doesn't know how to uh, react. She's freaked out, man. She's crying, and so she and and okay, so I, I do understand coming from these these girls, um, and we've run through all the characters. They mm-hmm. were really mean to her, but. I will say this, and I am not defending them. The way she reacted was, I could, I'm not saying I justify it, but I could almost see a little bit. That it was annoying. A little annoying. It was annoying. But all the other stuff they did when they were throwing uh, pads at her and tampons at her, that was uncalled for. Even even the teacher was like, you know, Carrie, get all of yourself. And and I think she slaps her. her. Yeah. So- um, again, I, I want to, I want to be perfectly clear. I'm not saying what they did was right, but no. I understand a little bit of, of the reaction and why they did it now. Everything. Cause she was, she had blood on her hands and they were all dressed and they were getting ready to go to the next class or probably, I guess maybe going home. Let's just right. say it was the last, the last class of the day she's touching them and she's got, she's getting blood all over their clothes and right. stuff. And so I could see how that would be annoying. And, and they're throwing the pads at her and plug that, it up and plug yeah. it up, plug it up. And that, at that point, that's kind of fucked up. It's yeah. like, you know, one of them, like say, say for instance, Sue, cause Sue seems to be the most reasonable one. Yeah. She could have, 
you know, look, hey, 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 Carrie, let me help you. But all the other, they were just kind of all assholes. And well, so you get caught up in mob mentality. Yes. Yes. And, and again, I, I believe it's, it's, it works for, for the film because all of this comes into play later. So well, it's, you can you know, see Sue's face change when the teacher got there yeah. and she, you, you could see on her face that she was, she didn't really like what she did. You know? Yes, correct. She, she felt embarrassed. She did. By, by her actions. Right. And so, um, and so then, uh, uh, Miss Collins calms her down. They, they go to the, um, they go to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. And this is where uh, Mr. Morton comes into play. And he can't, this is irritating me, dude. He kept, he kept saying her name wrong. Like, like right, Miss Collins is saying her name is Carrie White. Right. And he kept calling her Cassie and she kept, he kept doing it. Like, dude, it was like a few seconds would pass right. and he would call her Cassie. And it, it's just disrespectful. It was disrespectful. It's almost like the point that they were trying to drive with the narrative was that she was such a wallflower that. No one could even remember her name. Yeah. And it's like, are you kidding me? Yes. You know? And I know she, and she even corrects, she gets pissed off. And then I think that's when the ashtray. She, yeah. She's like, know, my name's Carrie. Cause you could tell she's pissed. Right. She's looking down at the ashtray. This is so fun. Dude, this is so dated. Like, do you remember when, I mean, you remember this when you could smoke in a restaurant, you could <laughs> smoke in an office, you could smoke at school, you could smoke anywhere. Right. Now you can't, but on an airplane. A- on an airplane, the ashtray is literally sitting in his on his desk, and there's all these butts, and they're, you know, and it's just funny, dude. Um, I mean, hell, I remember us riding in cars without seatbelts. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just a different time. It's so riding, weird. Riding in the bed of a truck. Yes, riding in the bed of full a truck. Kids. Yes. <laughs> Dude, it's nuts, man. And so she, but he keeps saying Cassie and yeah. she corrects him. It's Carrie. And then it knocks the, you know, so you're seeing. Yeah, it flips and then hits yeah. the wall. So you're seeing these, I don't think it hits the wall. I think it hit the ground. Oh, it hit the ground. Yeah, it hit oh, the ground. Okay. But you're seeing a little bit of what she is. Oh, yeah. And then she's starting to, you know, she's reading up on this. But she gets home. The reading up comes later. But right. she she gets home and, and, um. Her mom gets a phone call. And oh, they, but she's yeah. But her mom is going door to door to collect for the church. Yeah, but is she really? So this is the thing. I think she was. She was. Yeah, but she knows that they're just going to give her money just to get rid of her, right? Because she's preaching whatever she's preaching, right? And she goes to uh, Sue's uh, house. Uh, yeah, Sue's house, and then uh, the mother talks with the mom a little bit. Blah blah blah, and then yeah, and so gives her I think ten bucks. Yeah, she puts it in a little a little box and she goes on her way. Uh, she gets home. Is Carrie already home? I think Carrie was already home. Yeah, yeah. And then she gets a phone call from the school. The school tells her she started her period, and then right. yeah. And then of course it's Carrie's fault. It's Carrie's fault. I know. And and that's and she sticks her in that room, which which looks like she spent a ton of time in. Oh yeah, it's it's almost like a it's a. It's a redemption room, you know. Is that what that would well, be? Well, yeah, yeah, just you know, it's it and kind like of a, a punishment slash redemption room to for her to to kind of cleanse her back to yeah. to whatever. Oh, it's it's to, to to pray in, you know, to to pray for her sins. And and she's definitely spent a lot of time there. She there's a little um there's a little uh, is that a little Jesus? No, uh, it's not Jesus. What, what is it's, it? Um, what is that? Oh gosh, uh, I remember the name. And the name. Anyway, was, so so yeah. that uh, that man, this this religious figure, is on the wall. Uh, he's got knives in his stomach. 
She's got a candles and she's got a Bible. So she spent a ton of time in there. Right. Um, then she eventually, um, I think she comes out and then, you know, um, I, she didn't eat dinner, by the way, which is just, that kind of irritated me. No dinner. Right. Um, and then she basically takes the blame for this. Like, it's her fault that she got her period and her mother never even uh, talked to her about this. Like, mother, why didn't you tell me about this? Right. And her mother's like, you know, first comes the blood, then come the boys, like yeah. dogs. And then, yeah. And she's quoting all this stuff from some book. I don't know. It didn't look like a Bible, but it was had something to do with sin, sinners and all these other things. Did you find what it is? No. No. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. I mean, the mom has this way of making Carrie feel like shit and, and, the, and everything is, is her fault. Right. You know, and again, it's, it's, it's years and years of brainwashing her, you know? Um, but we also know Carrie's smart, man. So she, you know, over time is going to figure some of this out. Um, but, uh, I'm trying to remember. Okay. So, so, uh, uh, the girls, all the girls get in trouble uh, from Miss Collins. Yeah. And, and Miss Collins goes, you know, kind of wild on them. She's a kind, I want to say this. I, I know her intent was good, but dude, she's kind of a, a bitch, right? Like she yeah. slaps, she slaps the girls, uh, right? Oh, she slapped um, Chris uh, because Chris told her to F off. Yeah. So she's, I mean, you can't get, oh my God. Oh, even in today's world? In today's world? world, no way in hell. First of all, one of the parents are coming down and they're whooping Miss Collins' ass. And she's going to, school's she's getting sued. And she's yeah. going to lose her job. Lose her job. Absolutely. No way in hell. I just, I, look, I know it's a movie, but did that shit happen when we were kids? Well, I remember being in first grade, being my teacher, um, reprimanding me because I was talking in class and she grabbed my, and this, she was really known for this. She grabbed my earlobe <gasps> and her thumbnail went into my ear and oh, it, hell it no. indented my ear. She pulled me out of class and pulled me into the hallway. Well, the, the hallway was open to the school. It wasn't indoors. Oh, okay. So it was in an awning, uh, school atmosphere. Uh -huh. So I had to be there until recess time. And then I was allowed back in. But I uh, told my my mom about it the uh -huh. next day. Yeah, my mom went down to the the school. Didn't <laughs> wait to go to the principal. To the principal's office. She went into the school, into the classroom, into the teacher's face, and she goes, "You ever touch my son again like that?" She goes, "You're looking at for a lawsuit." And she's like waving her finger in her oh, face. Oh, really? And that was <laughs> that was the last day I was in that first grade class. I ended up being in a different one where the uh -huh. teacher was really cool, but. Ah, yeah. What did the teacher say? So my my shitty teacher was Mrs. Wiley, and she was just an old crow, you know, or oh, crone, yeah, or You know, she yeah. was just an old bitty, yeah, uh, bitter ass woman. Bitter life at didn't, the world. Yeah. Life didn't go the way she planned. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, of course, these little kids are like you know getting on her nerves, and she yeah. probably shouldn't have been a teacher because I don't remember me being particularly a, a terrible kid. No, in I class. don't think so. No, uh, I, I don't I think just, you were. I just think that. Um. Yeah, I like to talk. Like just any which other, every kid does. Yeah, especially you know, at that age. Yeah, every, every kid really does. But especially and I shut yeah, up. You and you were in first grade. First grade. So I mean, you were shit. I'm trying six. to think. Six or seven. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. All kids they they want to talk. I yeah. mean, she should have not been teaching. No. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my my other teacher. I went from Mrs. Wiley's class to Mrs. Silveri's class, and Mrs. Silveri was an an older lady. I think even older than Mrs. Wiley. 
she had white hair or silver hair, but Mrs. Wiley, you could tell she dyed her hair. It was black, but you could tell she dyed oh, her she hair because she had it. wrinkles. Um, but Mrs. Silvery was very sweet. She was like yeah. a like a grandma figure. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was okay. very nice. And, and I, I did find more. the name of that that idol, that creepy idol. Oh, yeah, what is it? Saint Sebastian. Saint Sebastian. And he was uh, crucified with arrows, you, ah, and, you know? Okay. Um, so he was, uh, yeah, he was crucified by arrows, but I, I don't know the complete story Saint of Saint Sebastian. Sebastian. Okay, because that comes into play later on. Yeah. But that was what was in the room with, with Carrie. Right. Um, but yeah, so so let's, uh, so, okay, so Miss um, Collins basically tells all these girls, hey, what you did was horrible. Um, you're going to have detention for a week. It was supposed to be, you're going to be suspended for three days and no prom. Right. But, but I don't know. They were, I, I don't know if someone complained, maybe, maybe the principal complained or someone complained right. and the, they got the, five the, days. The principal thought it was too harsh. Too harsh. And so, then they, yeah. they decided to do her detention. Yeah. But so, it was, yep. it was her detention. It was her detention, which was basically, I, I'm going to run you into the ground for like PE. Like you're going to be doing pushups and sit-ups and jumping jacks and you're going to run and all this shit. Which, um, when I re- remember watching, um, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two when yes, when when uh-huh. they got in trouble uh-huh. and they had to go and do yeah. that guy's detention Robert Rustler and then I forget the other guy yeah I forget his name but Jesse uh, Jesse I yeah. forget his character the the actor's name but yeah they I I was thinking that reminds me of Carrie it does yeah 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 because uh, he was out there just making them torturing them. but she tortured the hell out of them and it was supposed to be for five days and I I don't even think I think Chris only lasted the one day right yeah and then uh. She was just, I, I think it was like 10 minutes left and she just was done. And I heard uh, Chris and Miss Collins got into it and then Miss Collins ended up slapping her. Well, yeah. Chris yeah. told her to like, you know, fuck F you. off. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and then I think even didn't, uh, didn't uh, Sue tell her just, just, just yeah. shut up and just, just shut, shut up, up and Chris. deal with it. Yeah. yeah like, just deal with go, it. Let's go Sue. And it's like, no, you're on your own. You yeah, know, it's basically yeah. what she's saying. And so because of that, uh, Chris isn't allowed now to go to the prom. Um, and uh, at, at around this point is when uh, Sue talks with Tommy, played by William Cat, which people would remember him from uh, the, greatest, what, the Greatest American Hero yeah. and House. What, House, which is one of my favorite <laughs> 80s horror movies. Um, and I'm sure he's done other stuff, but those yeah. are the ones I always remember him by. Um, and my God, his hair. Damn, dude, those blonde locks. Yeah, Holy had, shit, dude. Had, I think he had, he had the better. white. He had the white blonde man fro. Dude, I think he. I think his hair was nicer than these chicks, man. I'm like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I must put a lot of product in that. But yeah, he did. He had that like blonde, that like that that seventies blonde fro. Like you would, if you were to watch like old sitcoms from like the seventies, you would see like anyone with blonde hair. You would see that hairdo. And yeah. I want to say he was about twenty five. And he funny oh, thing, he? funny little side. Side note, so um, George Lucas and Brian De Palma did um, open casting calls for Star Wars and Carrie at the same time. I think I read that. And yeah. William Cat was considered for, or he auditioned for Luke Skywalker. I, could you see him? I could you see, and now it's hard because yeah. we already know we got Mark Hamill as Luke yeah. Skywalker, but could you, could you look back and see him as? Not with that fro. Not with that blonde fro. (laughs) But I'm sure George Lucas would have made him cut it the hair like Mark Hamill's was short. Right. I don't know. I may have. I don't know. It's hard, man, because they said like Carrie Fisher was that she was um, she was uh, also auditioning for for Carrie. Yeah. 
was she going to be Carrie? Uh, she wasn't going to be Carrie, but she auditioned. She auditioned. Yeah. It's funny. It's hard to, because you're used to certain movies. Amy Irving for uh, was also uh, looking for a Princess Leia. Was Princess Leia. Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah. It's like, because you, you know the movies now with these actors. So it's hard to visualize them at as different actors in the movies. Well, the funny thing is, is they had them, you know, because what, what they do with open casting calls, they, they take a group of three and have them run lines together. So some of these actors were running lines for each different movie. Is that funny how that works? So I, I would, it would be interested in seeing some of these old, you know, foot old oh footage gosh, of seeing yeah. like, you know, William cat doing some Luke Skywalker shit with right? maybe, you know, uh, Amy Irving, you know, I have as, as, trippy, uh, huh? yeah, that would be really cool. That would be cool. If there's some footage of that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, they were doing that. And of course, you know, uh, you know, De Palma and Spielberg and Lucas and uh, uh, Scorsese, they were yeah. all, uh, and um, Francis Ford Coppola, they were all friends. Yeah. yeah. They all, you know, Isn't they were. Like, damn. Yeah. I mean, those five alone. Holy oh, yeah. moly, dude. That's like almost like the Mount Rushmore of like. Oh, yeah. Of like directors. I mean, you know. I well, mean, they were the new Hollywood. Yeah. 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 Um, and then who did John Landis come later, but he, cause he no, was, he was, friends. Up, he was, he was, he was friends with them, right? Yeah. yeah. He was of the same time, but not as big as them. No. I mean, he did some good movies, but not as big as them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so S- Sue asks Tommy, Hey, take care of to the prom. Right. And he's of course, you know, he's, he has reservations about it. He's oh, not yeah. quite sure why. Yeah. And it's He's never, like, why? Why? yeah, you it's know? never really explained. We, <clears throat> we have to fill in that gap. Look, right. she felt bad and she's trying to make it up to Carrie. Right. But, okay. Didn't you always think that she was part of what's like in the back of your head? Did you ever think like she's trying to get, she's trying to get Carrie back? Or did you always felt like it was like this good, good deed that well, she you know was what? doing? It, I didn't because I think I've seen the movie so many times when I was younger that I don't think I was ever able to process that. Yeah. You know, because, um, but a new viewer looking into this, you would think like, Oh yeah, she's part of like the plan to like, like, yeah, because she like excuses herself on the table to go to the prom and all that stuff. And you're thinking that, you know, she wants to be there to, to see, to see what's going to happen. Right. I I mean, and I've seen this, you know, uh, several times and I still like, it's still in my head, like God, maybe she is, but I mean, obviously, I know she's not because she was just trying to do a good deed. You she know, was. she was. She felt bad about what happened, you know, earlier in the film with you know in the shower scene with you know, and so she felt bad, and she was. It is a little. I mean, honestly, like if to look back at it, like why couldn't so why couldn't she have just said, "Hey, Tommy, mm-hmm. do you have a friend?" Like that would right. take Carrie out. Like some, you know, one of your nice, you know, friends. Like Terry, Carrie deserves, you know, this. And right. Because, because that I always felt it was a little weird to have. Well, the, I think what we're supposed to we're led to believe is Tommy was it of of the high school. He True. was. He was. He was he, the. He was like the, yeah the, the that big is, the big that, man on campus. So that it would have it would more be, of an impact. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That is true because he was like everything, right? But thinking you're along, you're you're lines of thinking makes sense, you know, yeah. but it's like, you know, to, to give this light to, to carry because I mean, we'll get to that scene, but you know, that, that, um, the prom was, I mean, Carrie was like, 
she, you know, she was like shown in this new light. She was, she just, really was she, like, she absolutely gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Like Carrie at the end of the movie. Well, not the total end, but, <laughs> but you know, yeah. the build up at the prom and, and then what you see at the beginning are two different, two mm. different oh, women. Yeah. Even, even the, the dress, you know, cause she makes the dress herself. Dress is pretty. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Very, oh yeah. She's gorgeous, man. And she looks very, um, not only pretty, but she looks just very, I don't know what the word is, um, class, almost classy. Mm-hmm. Like I am looking at, like even the girls were like, God, where did you get that dress? She goes, well, right. I, I made it, you know? Like even some of the other girls' dresses that were supposed to be good dresses, they're, they didn't even compare. No, they, yeah. they didn't yeah. at all. And, but yeah, but anyways, yeah, we are jumping a little ahead. Um, but uh, let's see. Um, okay, so now Chris... Her boyfriend is Billy, which is played by John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> and and oh my God, their their interactions are great. Oh, oh my, they are. But I wanted to, I, dude. She kept calling like an idiot, and he's like, "Stop calling me!" And yeah. I think he ends up slapping her. He once. slapped her twice. <laughs> slapped her twice. <laughs> Two different times. But it's almost like they they get off. They both get off. Like I think he gets right. off a little bit of of her calling him an idiot, and then and then I, there's this just this weird kind of you know. But yeah, um, but he, but. But they're 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 driving. I don't know where they were driving to. But he gets pissed off, and I think they're going to a party. But she coaxes him into doing something. Look, I hate right. Carrie. Right. I want to get back at her. Right. And so, um, so she talks him into it. Yeah. I'm going to put my fingers up. Quote unquote. Talks him into it. Right. Anyone who's seen the movie knows what I mean by talks him oh, into yeah. it. Because they're driving down the boulevard, and you know they're talking to. Friends. But then they park. Yeah, and and yeah, come on, people, fill in the blanks. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, so she 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 has a way of persuading him <laughs> to do this, which is which is we're gonna go to this. Um, what what is this place? It's like some pig farm. I don't no, know what this. Like what is a, this? I think it's like a pig farm, maybe slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse, maybe and, pig farm. I mean, it was super easy for them to get inside, was it not? It was very easy. And I need to inject something here yes, real please. quick. So, um, one of uh, De Palma's styles is he does a very, um, it's like a like a pseudo sexual style where he really uses sex to an advantage. Think yes. of the opening scene of of the shower room. You know when we're oh absolutely yeah. Uh, you know the, the the girls. You know they're they're, they're, all, they're yeah. I mean you think about it. Of course they're you know in their mid twenties, late twenties, but you know they're. <laughs> We're we're led to believe that a lot of them are underage, you know. There's yeah. and there's a highly sexual scene of them all showering naked. Yep, you see a lot of steamy naked bodies, mm-hmm. and and the music. Forgot to note that the music oh. by Pino uh, Dinaggio. So I, uh, I so okay. So and I read on this. Bernard Herman was supposed to do the music for this, but he passed away a year prior. Right. And so throughout the movie, it it, ha- it sounds like Psycho because they used uh-huh. Bernard Herrmann's, you know, some of his score from Psycho. Right. And I, I I probably just pay an homage to him because he oh, yeah. was gonna score the the you know the soundtrack or you know the music to the to the movie. Right. So I mean, yeah, there is a lot of Psycho ish music, not to mention stuff from Psycho in the movie. Well, so it has that that sound exactly. Did you notice? Okay. <laughs> and I, before I forget, I wanted to bring this up and maybe, you know, about this, but at times during the movie, it feels like a dream. There's like this, almost like this haze. Oh, it gets, it's the filter. It's yeah. the filter. Yeah. De Palma Does, did, did that. He so, did it on purpose. Okay. 
did is it supposed to feel like a dream? Mm-hmm. Because I know it, it was like that in Phantasm, and I, I would even argue Nightmare on Elm Street. There's this. It's supposed to now again in Elm Street. It is a dream, right? But it feels like a dream, and it's not throughout the whole movie, but bits and pieces. And it's like, so was he trying to imply to us, well, maybe this isn't real, or what was no, he? I think I think he's. It's in a sense, it's uh, as much of a horror film as this is, and a and a girl's coming of age film. It's also kind of a uh, he's romanticizing. Ah, uh. so. Using that filter, there's just kind of like a romantic quality. Okay. It's it's almost like the teacher is saying it's beautiful. You yeah. know? Yes. It, it yeah. really is. And he also borrows a lot from just as like Tarantino does. He 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 does little love letters in, in his movies. He pieces little things together. Using Pino Dinaggio, he did a, a as well as uh, Ennio Morricone, you know, did music for a lot of the uh, Italian movies, uh-huh. the spaghetti westerns. Oh, okay. You know the, you know, Good, Bad, the Ugly. Mm-hmm. Pino Donaggio did that as well, as well as in both of those, as well as uh, Giallo's. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so they, uh, and then a lot of that stuff is influenced from Hitchcock. So oh. it it it's all kind of tied together. It's yeah. it's almost like. Um, He's meant to work with these people because uh, he's influenced by them. You know that makes sense because I mean I would I would argue Dress to Kill is almost like a his, like a like a giallo. It is. It yeah. really is. It has the black that, leather glove. Uh-huh. Killer. It has that feel. It really does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, body double. I guess. I know. You know what? Body double does a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, that makes sense. But you know, of course, you know, yeah, Dress to Kill is a lot like Psycho. You know, and it's yeah. also a lot like Frenzy and Body Doubles a lot like Rear Window as well as um, uh, Vertigo, you know. Which, again, are all Hitchcock. Yes. And so, yeah, they all kind of, yeah, I could see that. They all kind of tie together. Makes sense. But the reason I bring the, the pseudo-sexual stuff, because um, the way that Chris uh, is her reactions throughout this movie, thence far from, you know, getting slapped from the teacher. Yeah. It's almost like she has this orgasmic glee about her about what she's about to do asking billy to do this yeah you know she uses her sexual woes to 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 persuade her her own boyfriend yep and then when they do go to the slaughterhouse and he is you know hitting the pig you know and it's and it's and it's very they don't show it but they you know at the it's very implied she's like almost like you know she's like she Uh looks like she's yeah, coming. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lack of a better term, but it, yeah. it, it it's yeah. almost like she, she gets off on it. She's she does get off off yeah. on it. Yeah, and then we'll we'll get to the final scene later. But but yeah. there's there's another scene that comes back into that play of how she is. You know, there's a lot of um, that pseudo sexual kind of uh, yeah. flair about this movie. She, yeah, she and she definitely uses her her uh, you know her sexual sexuality to to get what she wants in this mm-hmm. with 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 you know. Uh, Billy John Travolta, um, and so they, 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 they basically are are getting the the pig blood. That's what's happening. Right, they kill the pig, which is terrible. We don't see it, but it's just it's implied, and it is, it kind of sucks. But yeah, but to get the their idea is they're so they're they go to the gym where the prom is going to be, and they um they rig the bucket full of the pig's blood, 
And and I think I think they do that the night before, right? I, I want to say it's the night yeah, before. It's, it is like the night before, which is weird because how do it's, they how would they have access to the exactly? I mean, they must know someone because I mean, it seemed like it was very convenient for them to get into this right like, after hours at night. Unless the school's not locked down like it is nowadays. Dude, all schools were locked down. <laughs> Dude, right, they're not right. just going to give free reins to these kids to right. do whatever they want. So unless they knew someone, I, I don't That's know. That's true. Um, but they, yeah, I mean, and I think at this point it's 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 Billy, it's Chris, and I think Freddie's part of it, right? Yeah. And I thought there was one other friend, but I don't remember his name. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they so they basically set it up over the stage. Their idea is they're going to rig the the votes so that Tommy and uh carry win mm-hmm. um and we'll get to that in a little bit but um, but now we need to cut to carrie doing a little research uh trying yes. to find out you know how is she be- being able to move things with her mind exactly and she does a lot of re- yeah she goes to the library remember those things oh my gosh you and i talked about we i think this came up in mm-hmm. one of our previous episodes i can't remember if it was halloween hereditary but you were talking about it was halloween was it halloween mm-hmm. about yeah going to the library now i mean your phone is essentially your library you can find just about anything on your phone right or the computer but it seems like most days it's your phone you hop on google type whatever and you find it but yeah we had to go to the library we had to we had to talk to the librarian we had to hey He's this the, is what we're kind of the looking card for catalog. go to the card catalog then go find the books and then read up on it and that's what she's doing to to figure out why she all of a sudden can move things you know right. by her mind and now was this this i mean this was a stephen king has and i know this is going to sound weird but there's stephen king tropes right he mm-hmm. he will constantly use certain things like i mean you could argue Firestarter was the same kind oh, yeah. of similar he, he right uses, he uses um people with telekinesis and then he also uses people that are writers Writers, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot yeah. of his stories are writers. Yeah, think of Misery and Shining, yeah. and, you and, know. and he has something with animals too, right? Because Cujo was a story, and then mm-hmm. I know, um, did he do Cat's Eye? Was that like he, a short story or something? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It, it was a sh- but short he story. Always, there always yeah. seems to be something with an, an animal that maybe not in a good way, but right. that's going to play an important part. But right. um, yeah, I mean, he he does. There's like Stephen King tropes. I've never. And that sounds terrible. I'm just not a reader, folks. And I and I um I've never read any of his books. Yeah. I don't even think I've read one of his books. Even Salem's Lot is a is a writer. It's yeah. a story of a writer. Um yeah, Dark Half, story of a writer. Um <laughs> in uh oh well no, I don't think in the no, I don't think in the Stand mouth. Stand by that, me, remember? The Stand movie? by me is a writer, but I was going to say in the mouth, but I'm, that that was a junk carpenter. I don't yeah, think that had anything no. to do with Stephen King. Um, but yeah, he writers. Yeah, yeah. always. Um, so it's always his perspective. Yeah. Well, I mean, The Shining. Right? Yeah. You said The Shining, right? The Shining, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, Jack Torrance is a writer. Well, he wants to be at least. Um, and so, yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, I just think there's certain tropes, I think, that that or certain things that repeat in all the Stephen King stuff. And, yeah. you know, and so, um, but, uh, uh, yeah, she says she does the research to figure out what's going on. Um, she has reservations when Tommy invites her to the prom. Oh, and he comes to her house too. Yeah. It's to, like, yeah, he asked her at school and then he, he asked her in the library. Right? Yeah. He asked her in the library and then he, she turned him down, she turned him down and then he comes to her house. And then, you know, she doesn't want her. She goes, Mama's resting right now, you know, but she was oh, man. very apprehensive for Mama not to see Tommy. No. Yeah. Then she finally just says, okay. 
But I mean, yeah, she has a, well, it's like, and, and she should have reservations. Why are you asking me? Yeah. Like we're in class together. You probably not said a word to me right. ever. Not to, not to mention everyone treats me like an outcast, treats me like crap. And yeah. really like she's smart enough to know. Right. Okay. What's going on here? Because I think there's that scene with her and Miss Collins, uh, outside of the school and she's and miss collins is is you know yeah i mean i i I, miss collins has reservations as well because i think she eventually sits down with sue and tommy and says what what is what is your end game here oh yeah you know but okay so there's that scene where miss collins is talking with carrie and she's saying look carrie you're so pretty you know your hair and this Mm -hmm. and that and then there was and it looks like it looks like miss collins almost looks at herself like her her own like not necessarily mortality, but like, like here, she, she sees herself in, in Carrie. Maybe, 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 or maybe she's, uh, maybe she's realizing that she's, you know, she's, I mean, in real life, we know they're similar in age, but in the, in this, for the sake of the movie, you got a 17 year old and whatever age I am. And maybe she's, I don't know, almost like not really reminiscing, but second guessing or, you know, her, mm-hmm. her decisions on being a, Right. A teacher and, you know, this, I, I don't know. And, or maybe it was, maybe she does. And it might be more uh, realized in the, in the, in the novel, which, you know, I read the novel when I was sixth grade, seventh grade. So it's been a long time. So I may have missed that, you know, and it might be in the novel. The novel's very small, but um, that might be in there. You know, it, 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 I do know that there are some things that are different than De Palma's version that, happened in the novel but you know we'll get to that later yeah um but i mean she says yes right yeah. um miss collins has the little meeting with tommy and sue you know i but, mean basically that we just thought it'd be nice yeah you know or more so sue i just thought it'd be nice that carrie has this night and she needs it kind of deserves it and i feel bad about what happened right and so um so then yeah man i mean so uh Carrie's getting ready. She's she makes her her gown, her dress. Yeah. Uh she's uh she is at the um uh I don't I don't know what this is a I don't know if this is a beauty store or just a store where she's trying lipstick on. Yeah. You know, oh, see. and then we have to go into like the the tux montage. The tux montage. Oh which my God. The, that music is just, is bad. It's so bad. It's it's not good. Yeah. Um it reminded, it almost like a porn. It, it reminded me of a, a late 70s porn. Yes. That's I've I've seen porns with that music. So uh I just didn't feel like to me, honestly, the 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 that montage wasn't it wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary. I de- and I believe it's not in the book. It's not it does it doesn't need to be. No. Uh, honestly, if you remove that, you're not at you're you're not really adding anything to the movie. Right. So if you're not adding anything, just take it out. Right. Like we could have concentrated more on Carrie, you know, her could have, her yeah. her whatever she's doing to get ready, you know. Right. And so um and so she's back at home and she's getting ready. And of course mom's freaking out, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think she before that she was saying, you know, mom, I'm gonna go to the prom and then they're having a nice dinner. Remember by candlelight, her and her mother. Oh yeah. And her mother this just oh she throws up, something at she her. she throws water her, or something? her water yeah, yeah at her yeah and just drenches carrie's face just just you know it's it's like she's so controlling that she's disrespectful to carrie she is yeah but carrie it, it's surprising how i think just because so many years of it carrie takes it and she, she takes it she takes it like i i i look at it like if you were doing that to me yeah i'm like 
damn. I'm like, I'm shocked she hasn't whooped her mom's ass or something. But you know what? Carrie acts like a beaten dog. Yeah. You know, and I does. hate using that analogy with human beings. But, no, but, yeah. but it's the truth. She, she acts like a whipped dog and yeah. she's probably so used to this behavior. She is. She just accepts it. She does. She does. Because I think she'd rather just accept it than deal with the consequences, which is just, there always just seems to be a consequence with the mother. Like nothing is ever good enough no. for the mother. And no, and she, she, just, she wants uh, to keep her in a little bubble in her, in her mother's life or her, you know, her mother wants to keep her in her life and never get married or go off nothing. or do nothing like that. That is just a miserable way to live. To exist with. And, and she has no friends. None. She has her mother and that's it. Yeah. And, um, but I think like I was saying, this is just like a little slice in Carrie's life and it starts the narrative of this complete story is when she has her, she has her, um, you know, her period and she gets her powers. I think she knows that she's got something special now yeah that she's able to fight back because when you know she was taken into after she came out and she goes you know it's too late for dinner you know go to your room when that happened um and then she you know cracks the mirror on the yeah on the above her bed or next to her bed um so now the mirror's cracked so you know going to her getting ready you know she's getting ready in the yeah. cracked mirror uh-huh. you know almost like a split like a almost like there's two sides to to her, even though there's not. But maybe she sees herself. That as was that. that was implied. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and but isn't there some exposition with the mother where she talks about Carrie's dad, where they 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 were they had they had never had sex, but then oh, there was this yeah. This, where, is, this is towards the end. Was that towards the yeah. end? Yeah, it's it's almost the end. Is it? Is it at the end? Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it? Was it after Carrie gets back, or was that before? I thought. Oh, it was it's after Carrie gets back. It is after she gets yeah. back, oh, and man. after she takes. That's her bath. right. That's right. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's okay. sometimes I always forget in the sequence in which the scenes with the mother, right? Because they're very powerful scenes, but extremely powerful. Um, but she's so Carrie's getting ready, and the mother's freaking out. Uh, she's pacing back and forth, which, damn, that was nerve wracking. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and then of course the, the you know, and then the, she's the, pulling on her hair, you know? Her, yeah. And, and she's like, they're all going to laugh at they're, you. They're all going to laugh at you. And, uh, and, and then I think like, she's not going to laugh mama, you yeah. know, it, it, it's, it's not going to be like that, you know? And, and she, Carrie's trying to be positive. She is. She is trying. Yes. She's looking at the silver lining and she's not, she's trying not, she's trying not to let anything that the mother is doing, which would be very hard. To distract her from what's happening, she's getting ready and she's excited about this. She like she her, shows the corsage, yeah, and she's just so excited about and, it. And her dress is so beautiful, and she made it, you know. And her mother saw her make and it. She looks so, do- and, and she, she goes, "I yeah. knew it'd be red." And it's not red, mom. It's, it's pink. pink. I mean, because she said yeah, red, you know, yeah. because it's you know like a harlot would wear red. Yeah, but it's not. It's yeah. pink, and she looks she just looks gorgeous. And and then and then the mother I can see is, your dirty pillows. Yeah, I see your dirty <laughs> pillows. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my They're god. They're not pillows, mama. They're breasts. Yeah. And uh and then I think doesn't she like push like with her mind push the mom down on the bed well, a couple she, times? Well, she's looking out the window because she thinks that, you know, Tommy's coming, but you know, it's it's just cars going by. Yeah. yeah. And nope, he's you, not coming for you. you. See, he's not coming. He's not coming. And then yeah. of course Carrie's already nervous as it is. So oh my it, god. So she's yeah. got she's got nerves that you know that she's going to this thing and that she's been asked and she's waiting for him and that she doesn't need this in her ear so her mom being negative and it's all compounding so when she's ready to leave her 
you know, she, yeah, she pushes her mom down on the bed and, with, with her mind, with her mind. And I think she does it twice. And yeah. the mom is kind of freaked out. And like, then, oh. you know, she, she closes all the windows and she closes the door and then her mom's like, witch. Yeah. witch, And, and, and it's like, I'm not a witch mama. And I can, I can do this with my, my mind. She's like, well, it's, you know, you're, you're the hand of the devil. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so then uh, Tommy picks her up. Tommy picks her up. He's like, they, wow. Yeah. You know, you could see it in his face that he's like, yeah. God damn, she's really beautiful. Yeah. You know, and uh, they go and you, then we cut to Sue, you know, having dinner with her family. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she, she's like, he did her quick, quick so she can head out to it's go like, see. What, yeah. It's like, what time is it? And then she's like, oh, I got to run, you yeah. know? And, and then like you were saying, if you had never seen this before, it's like, okay, well, why is she such in a hurry yeah. to go? Yeah. Uh, you know, go to, you know, why wouldn't she have gotten there earlier or yeah. whatever? So anyway, we cut to them getting to the prom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, they, they, they get, they pull up in the car and Carrie wants to just kind of chill for a second. And I, I, I think just to kind of, kind of just get ready for what she's going to experience. Cause this is going to be over, nerves a yeah, overwhelming for her. And so, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, they, they do prom stuff, right? Yeah. They, <laughs> they go in and, you know, and a lot of, like we were talking about earlier, a lot of the girls are just like, wow, that's Carrie yeah. White, you know? Yeah. Oh. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot of that. Like people are kind of talking, oh my God, that's Tommy with Carrie and wow. Cause and, I think they know. really thought that Carrie would show up like, you know, looking like a, you know, oh, greasy hair. Like she's going to wear like a bag for a yeah, dress like or something. Something yeah. up to her neck and, you know, just, you know. I, I mean, I would easily argue she was probably the prettiest, you know, girl there. And right. She was stunning. Yeah. And, um, and so she, but she's still, she's still hesitant to warm up to the situation, you know, and Mm -hmm. she, she, you know, her and Tommy talk a little bit and, and, and then I think Miss Collins comes up and, and chats with her a little bit. And I think it it kind of calms her. Yeah. Calms her down a little bit. She becomes more comfortable with Tommy and the whole situation. And then he, he finally talks her into dancing and they have that, you know, the nice dance and, you know, just. If anything, it's just stuff that it, that normal stuff that would happen at a prom, and I think right. just normalcy as a whole with her is like is wanted, right? Like oh yeah. She doesn't have any of that with her mother. There's right. no normalcy at all. No. So having that even for one night is just it's I, like a break on her life. Yeah, and so and and you could tell she's she's having a good time and she's happy and all these things. And, but and you can also tell a, there's a difference in Tommy too. You know, yeah, he is yeah. really just, and he's very comforting with his words, you know, and it's not fake. You could tell that Sue and Tommy are really like good kids. They're, they're not yeah, like yeah. any of the other kids. No. You know, they really want what's best for, you know, for Carrie. And um, yeah, I, I, I really, that scene with the dancing, it starts speeding up where, where the, yeah. they're, you know, going around and around, around and they're talking normal, but it's, they are. It, yeah. it's almost making you dizzy. It, it is. And that's that style that, that, um, De Palma used, yeah, you know, he does. And then again, it's that haze. It almost feels like it's not real. It almost feels like a dream or a mm-hmm. fairy tale or something. And it's, um, and yeah, you're right. It is his style. And, um, and then at this time is when the ballots come out. 
And of course, you know, it has probably five or six couples and then Tommy and Carrie are on the bottom. And, and it's funny that she's, she's like, I don't want to vote for ourselves. That's so like, kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Bad luck. Bad luck or just kind of shallow, right? We're voting for ourselves mm-hmm. and it's, uh, but they do anyway. Yeah, like, let's throw caution to the wind. Let's, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. And then look, they were going to win no matter what, because the, you know, the, the Norma and Freddie rigged the, the rigged, ballots. Yeah. They rigged the ballots. And so the whole idea folks, if you haven't seen Carrie is to get, to get Tommy more. So Carrie on that stage, right underneath that bucket. And damn dude, that's just messed up. But I, I, th- this is what I love about De Palma. He has this way of building up this, this climax or tension, like like most directors can't do, mm-hmm. and he does it. And this to me, it's like because we know what's going to happen, right? But it's this slow, slow build up. It's, it is a build, and it's it's you know it's so you know Carrie and Tommy win. They're on the stage, and then we have and uh, then we have we have uh, Billy and Chris underneath the stage. And then we have Sue just kind of peeking in and, and all, all of these different elements and other people that kind of know what's going to happen. And, and you yeah. can see Chris licking her lips like it's, oh, like dude, it's yeah. orgasmic. Yeah. You know? Like and she's like, she can't wait to, you know. Yeah. And it's just, and, and that's the thing. It's she has like her with, hands on the rope, you know, and just can't wait, and dude. Just, and that's this, and, and that's what I don't, I mean, I understand if you, I mean, she hates Carrie. She loathes her. And it's like, well, God, what what kind of person do you have to be to get to that point? That to hate you, somebody that doesn't. So much to do this. Right. To do this in front of your entire, really your entire senior class and faculty. And this means so much to her. And, and the crazy she, thing is, is Carrie doesn't bother anybody. No, at all. She just does her thing. She just keeps to herself. And whether you. Sue's such a mean, or not Sue, but Chris, Chris is such a mean girl. that She, she is. She, just she plays it well. She can't look past. No, um, she can't. She like inflicts herself into Carrie's life. She sees red. She, all she sees yeah. is red with Carrie. Like she can't. She can't look past anything else. It, it, it looks to me like other people can look past it. Chris cannot, Mm-mm. and 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 Billy's just going along for the ride, man. You know he, oh, he he's just, he's drinking. He's you know yeah, and, yeah. he's gonna do what what Chris wants because exactly that's his- she dictates everything. <laughs> she controls everything with him, and so so yeah. And then so this 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 very long buildup, which again, it, I, I I'm not saying long in the sense that it drags because it doesn't drag. No, and it's very necessary. And then, um, and it's this slow motion, right? It's this kind of slow mo. It's like a, it's like a bomb's gonna go off. Yeah, and and that that's very reminiscent of what uh, Hitchcock did. You yeah. know, just yeah. just that build. You know, something's yeah. gonna happen. You're just anticipating when uh-huh. it's gonna happen. And and then so and then Sue. Sue sees the she kind of kind of starts to see this this rope moving and then she sees she pieces it all together yeah. she's like following it along with uh-huh. her eyes and they did a good job of wrapping it with the streamers right. and then she then she sees the silhouettes of of Billy and Chris and so she runs again it's a slow motion and then but then Miss Miss Collins sees her and she thinks that Sue's going to do something bad like like run on stage or something Yeah this was her inclination earlier you know like yeah. why would you, why are you you know why Tommy did you invite her you know But she's just really trying to intervene to stop this because she sees Chris and and Billy And so then Miss Collins you know gets her before she can stop the thing pushes her outside which really saves her um, go ahead. 
Um, and so did you want to intervene something? No, oh, no, no, oh, I'm no. Good. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought maybe you wanted to insert some, some no, like key no, element. No, 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 um, you're, you're good. Sorry. No. Um, and so, um, go, go for it. And, uh, so, so Miss Collins pushes Sue out, which again, saves, saves Sue because then the bucket drops all over Carrie. Oh my God. And she is covered in pig's blood. Oh, but before it, she, it before it drops, uh, yeah, Sue, Sue gets out of the. You know, then the doors close. Yeah, she gets out of the auditorium. Yeah. Because Miss Collins thinks she has something to do with it. She pushes her out. Pushes her out. The doors close. And yeah, doors close. But um uh yeah, she she gets I mean, dude, it's just horrible. It's just a horrible the the bucket yeah, the bucket of blood just goes all, all over, over all over Carrie. And then of course the only one laughing is is Norma. You yeah. know, she's she's like nobody else is laughing. No, no, Norma's laughing, but then but see, in Carrie's in Carrie's head, she thinks Carrie's so what shocked her- that what happened. She's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, you know? and, and 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 then even Tommy, you could see him like Tommy mouthing, was pissed, he's like, dude, what the hell, what the hell, or something like that. And then the and, and then and then the yeah, the bucket, the bucket falls. slow, dude. There's a, okay. <laughs> I love this scene where the streamer slowly falls down and, right. they, and how De Palma captures that. Right. Oh my God, dude. It's just, I love every single time I see it, it's just, it's, it, and I sounds dorky, but it's a breathtaking scene because something horrible has just happened and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And, and, but this stream, I, it's so stupid, dude. I know, but I, I geek out over little things like that when I right. see something captured and it's so simple, but I, but I recognize right. it. And it's just this streamer just falling, circling down, circling down to the ground when all this, this, this horrible situation has happened, you know, this horrible event has happened. And the and we have to tell the people that haven't seen this that yeah the the bucket the blood falls out of the bucket but the bucket hasn't fallen yet not yet but yeah. it does it falls and it hits Tommy in the head knocks him out knocks him out and I mean in the story he has a concussion and concussion yeah, yeah which which would make sense yeah you know and he's dead now yeah so and basically they killed him they killed yeah and so um. But Carrie thinks of what her mother said. They're all going to laugh at you yeah. because because most of the people in the crowd were horrified, right? And then of course Norma starts laughing, and then and then, then she's so all this, hitting others so, like to laugh too. Yeah. You know? So this is the thing, Morris. This is where I want you to. I, I want you because maybe I just missed this. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's just in Carrie's head that everyone is laughing? Oh yeah. Or because oh. it didn't look like they were laughing, and then no. all of a sudden she's. She's thinking they're laughing at her. It's in her head. It's because, in her head. Because, yeah. yeah, even her gym teacher is laughing. Yes. And, 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 and she Ms. Collins would not she, she do wouldn't that. Laugh. No, it's in her head. She, at this point, okay. this is the point where Carrie, the switch has been flipped. Okay. That, yeah. And, that's and, and Carrie is like, really? This, this, yeah. is, th- this, you guys... And, and that was the straw that broke the oh, camel's back, dude. And then she went, she went all carry. <laughs> she went all, she went all, all carry on because them. I. All oh, and this is and like you were saying with the streamer, this is the scene I love because when yes. that, that when that switch is flipped, then they do the split screen, oh. and then and then her head tilts. Oh my! And then God, we go dude. to the red light. She makes yep. all the lights turn red. All the lights yep. are red. It's like a blood red, and it's and that's all so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Because you know that shit's going to hit the fan. <laughs> oh, dude. And that's exactly what it happened. is. It's carnage, basically. So she, yeah. She locks all the doors. No one can get out. No one can get out. 
and no one could get in. Nope. It's um, and which is funny because you know the the newer version that came out, you know, with Julianne Moore and Chloe Grace Moretz, oh. um, was supposed to be an adaption of the novel, and they were supposed to do some different stuff, and uh-huh. basically it was a remake of De Palma's movie. It was the same thing, yeah. But they um they didn't um they didn't use that scene effectively. It it it's terrible. It, I, in my opinion, it's terrible just because for one thing, nobody gets out of the gymnasium in in the story. And, and that's and that's what in the and, actual story. So so mm-hmm. so De because De Palma, De Palma uses that. Yeah, because we know that Chris and Billy get out. Yeah. They get out because they go through the back, they get out. And they get out right yeah. before the right she, before shit hits the yeah. fan. Yeah. Because yeah, Carrie Carrie goes uh she goes a little uh I, and I love this scene, yeah. No, dude, this and and I I, I never saw that remake that you're talking about. Yeah. I don't see how you can ever recapture that. No, you can't. You can't. I, I just, I just don't see how you can do it. Even the one from the nineties. I just rewatched that one. Not that long ago. Uh, with, um, Oh gosh, what's her name? Angela Bettis, Angela Bettis. She's the girl that played in may. She, and she plays awkward. Perfect. Oh yeah. yeah. But she was not that great. Well, I can't say she, <sighs> I guess I've built up Sissy Spacek in my head to be the ultimate Carrie because she, there's yeah. just nobody that that's no. that, that acts like her. Uh-uh. And and some of the the style, the the shooting style that that TV remake did just it just didn't do that scene justice. Yeah, the Palma does the scene just they can't ever capture like no like you, what he you did. Can't man, not not to mention it's not terrifying mention- because there's no music too. Yeah, it's just it's just like a drone. Yeah, mm, yeah. And then you see what's happening. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say to me, and I don't know if you would agree, because you and I know this is 76 and it has a 70s feel, there was something about 70s horror movies that that made you, even if, if there wasn't music or anything happening, it made you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's what this scene does. It oh, just, yeah. It, and it, and it's, it's reminiscent of 70s horror. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, you know, um, and so, um, but she, yeah, she just. Enough was enough. She got she oh, dude. She basically killed she, everyone. Folks. She she took she took the you know the the hoses you know and, the fire and, hose that you yeah, would, she, yeah she sprayed everybody like you know with the hose and then at that point that's when the but, the elect- electronics were all falling falling down and then she into the water. Miss, Miss Collins got the oh the ba- the, uh, the ba- over yeah what was that like overhead lighting oh no it, it was, swings down or what no was it was that? the uh the backboard of the oh was it the backboard it was the backboard of the basketball hoop oh and it comes down it, and, and hits her and basically almost cuts her in half cuts her in half yeah and then i know people are trying to get out of doors but they can and then people there's a fire that starts people are getting electrocuted mr. yeah oh, mr from was being electrocuted oh, because with, it grabbed with, the microphone oh, with right the, with the uh the principal, they're, Mr. Morton, yeah. yeah, they grab because they're trying to keep uh, keep people calm, and then yeah, the, the the fire hose hit it, electrocuted them, and oh, dude, and then the elect- no, no one, and then yeah, the electricity was causing the fire. There was mm-hmm. like full on fire, everyone's full on, full on fire. Yeah, everybody's trapped in there, and then uh, Carrie's making her slow descent down the stage. Yep. yep. Out the door, but closes the doors behind her, you uh-huh. know, and everybody in there. In the meantime, died. Tom, uh, in the meantime, Billy and Chris are watching this transpire. Going, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and I love this when Carrie is yeah, slowly walking out. It, the, 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 the whole auditorium is engulfed in, in flames, dude. And she's, she's, I just love the effect because it looked real, dude. It looked like she was literally walking through fire. Yeah. And, and, um, and so she walks out and, um, she's, it almost seems like it's around the, the track, doesn't it? Like where she's walking and then they're, they're like driving yeah, up on her. I think a fire, I think a fire, a truck passes her by. Mm-hmm. And this is where Billy and uh, Chris are coming in Billy's car, but Chris is driving. Cause I think he's hammered dude. Yeah. And so she's going, she's going to kill Carrie. She's yeah, going to run her over. And then, her then over. of course, Carrie turns around, does her telekinetic and <laughs> yeah. flips the, you know, flips the car over cars flipping so many times, so many times, dude. And then it just blows up, blows up in flames. Um, so they're there. And then she walks home, she comes, but there's this, there's this very sinister robotic feel of Carrie where like oh, the way she moves, the way she, the way she moves and turns her head, it's almost, it almost kind of reminded me of Michael Myers. So like, so almost disconnected from any humanity, like, I, I, you know, I still, I don't know. That's the best way I can explain it, but she gets home and the, the whole house is dude, there's can it's dark. It's candles and everything. She can't find uh, her mother, but she, she walks up to her room and I, it's funny, man. I always forget that the mother is behind the door. Like you can see half of oh, her. Oh yeah. Like it's like this, she's like a creeper. Yeah. Like panning out, like you don't see her at first. And then it's almost like it, it starts to slowly come into focus. Yeah. She goes and in then there and see ba- um, Carrie goes and bathes, you yeah, know, and to get all the blood, blood off. off. Yeah. And then she puts her nightgown on and mother's been there the entire, oh, and we have to add that her mother lit like probably a million two thousand two thousand yeah. freaking candles, candles all over the house everywhere the house yeah. is just illuminated with candles yeah and so and then she that's where that that you, that's where i was talking about earlier where she talks about you know sinning basically and she you sees know, her and then she kind of crashes into her mother's arms for comfort because yeah. that's yes. the only person that she knows yes. that's a normal good, reaction good or bad her yep. mom has always been there for her yeah she's always been her constant and her mother tells her the story yeah that she and her father were married but she never gave up sex to him yeah you know uh and until the one night where he he basically came home drunk and he took it yeah yeah but she liked it but she said she liked it yeah and so she yes yeah, so she roadhouse felt, she whiskey felt, on his breath yeah she felt dirty i liked and, it i loved it <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's pretty much what she said yeah and she she sinned and I don't think she had sinned ever since then, but had Carrie. That yeah. Carrie was the result of that. I of, assume of that sin. Yeah. And, that, and then th- she thinks that because, you know, Carrie is the result of that. And because Carrie has this. These powers. These powers. And, yeah. these, the hands of the devil. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, that that's the result of her sinning. Yeah. So the way to excommunicate that is to, to get rid of Carrie. To get rid of Carrie. And she puts a knife in Carrie's back, which is just a fucked up scene. Which she falls down the stairs. Yeah. And that, that seems so creepy. As creepy it is for Carrie to be in the auditorium, turning, turning her head quickly to the, you know, the violins, you know, the, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that it's also the creepiest scene with her mother coming down the stairs doing the sign of the cross with, with oh, knife, yeah. the butcher knife uh-huh. with that grin, that grin that, Oh just, dude, it's crazy. It, it, she's psycho. She man. just does the best. No, she insane does. grin. And I think the elk of those types of actresses like Piper Laurie, because Piper Laurie is a little bit younger than say like Joan Collins and, mm. and um, Betty Davis. Yeah. But, but 
that's they've been acting from you know the the 30s and the 40s mm-hmm. and they that elk of that type of actress yeah i mean they're they're high in the game yeah because oh, yeah. I, you could tell that they were like piper Laurie's acting was just fucking off the charts oh it was it she was. embodied it was phenomenal. The, the the nut you know people can act crazy and be too much you know it can be like you know every i you know you and i could act crazy you know and but for her to have that like that calm crazy yeah. where you know it's like boiling inside mm-hmm. of her yeah her body and, and it, little bits come yeah. up every yeah. once in a while and just like when she's talking to sue's mother about you know that you know she's reading you could tell that sue's mother was like you know you know i'll drink to that you know and then she's <laughs> yeah. like she looked at her and she got kind of scared of, of, <laughs> yeah, of yeah. Margaret oh, it's, White it's a little bit. It's an uneasiness. Yeah. It's, there's an uneasiness like, about her. Ooh, yeah. You know, there's, you're not quite sure where you, she's like that. You, she's like that pit bull dog that you poke too much that it, she might just fucking lash out. And that's what she does at the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah, she does. And she, you know, she's making the sign of the cross. And then before she can stab Carrie again at the bottom of the stairs, that's when Carrie pins her mother up against the wall. Yeah, with all the all the basically knives and whatever she could, whatever was sharp that she could peelers and things yeah. from the from the yeah. drawers in the kitchen, whatever she could, you know, basically use with her mind to throw at her mom, she threw. That what's that say? What's that saying? Everything but the kitchen sink, the ex- <laughs> which is exactly. kind of exactly. Yeah. And and but what but what was cool is 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 the way she got her on the on the on the walls was similar to that 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 thing you were That's talking Saint, about Saint, Saint Sebastian Saint Sebastian was very very because i think very Carrie's- similar almost identical cuz i think Carrie's like we said that's a time that's a place where she spent a lot of time yeah it's probably embedded in subconsciously in her mind that that's how she yep. she pinned her against the wall and when she was getting pinned did you notice that each gasp that she did was or like again orgasmic <gasps> yeah i did kind of oh, notice that dude i would it notice did. it every single time yeah. she was like <sighs> she's yeah. like smiling, yeah a lot of sexual undertones very yeah. sexual yeah yeah and like and, but that's brian de palma man that's oh, that's yeah. his signature right almost oh, yeah. absolutely um and so but i mean she feels bad right after I, I and mean, then her mom passes yeah her mom passes and then she grabs her off of the off of the wall, and then the the house starts to crumble. Now, okay, so explain this to me, okay. dude. Why is the house crumbling? Oh, it, well, in the book, Carrie is calling like rocks from from the skies, okay, to destroy the house. So that's basically uh, what's happening. Okay, so she's she's destroying the house with her anger. Her anger is so okay. intense. She Hulk. She hulked out. <laughs> she hulked out. Okay. So yeah. she's okay. okay. Or so she's kind of like Scarlet Witch you, in yeah. a way too. You know, you think okay. of like that, yeah. you know, in more modern times, Scarlet yeah. Witch does kind of a similar thing where, okay. where her powers are so intense that she just, you know, it's, it's her emotions that are making. But at the same time, do you feel that she, she knew that she's, she's, these powers are, I don't know, she can't control these things and what she's done to everyone and her, including her mom is a bad thing. And so she feels that she needs to kind of pay for you know, that you know possibly that's the way to interpret it mm. but it wasn't like that in the story no okay so possibly with the movie but also possibly that she's just so you know she's just so um distraught you know mm-hmm. that you know yeah. she can't control her emotions yeah now her mother yeah. the only like again the only constant that she ever had in her life 
only friend that she yeah. ever had was her or was her mother good or bad it's always good. her mom so was, that's that's her now she's it's dead safe and it's now gone and it's yeah so, so then she kills herself too yeah. as well because yeah. right? the house basically burns up and yeah it yeah. burns and i mean she you know i think we see her dead with blood in her mouth you know yeah. and she crumbled and the only thing standing at that moment before we cut to black was that St. Sebastian yeah. with the glowing eyes. With the glowing eyes, yeah. That thing yeah. was so creepy. It is, it is, man. I think just stuff is, it's funny, man, because, and we've talked about this in the past, I've never, I never really went to church and I was never religious, but religious stuff is very, it, it makes me uncomfortable. Not religion as a whole, right. that's not what I'm saying. No, I know just exactly what, what you're, you're saying. The St. Sebastian, it's just, it makes you feel uneasy or uncomfortable. Oh, dude, and, I've, I've had that growing up. Yeah, I grew up I Catholic. I know. I and, know. and I- was an altar boy, never, never was fondled when I had that in there. Um, so, uh, but, but a lot of the imagery, a lot of the statues, uh, I have that, um, uh, gosh, that phobia where I'm, I'm where mannequins and, and I forget what it's called. It's an automaton, whatever it is. Yeah. It's a, it's a fear of mannequins, a fear of statues, fear, ah. fear of things that look human. Okay. But aren't human. Okay. I have that fear and I have recurring nightmares throughout my entire life of this stuff. Uh, so anytime I see a statue, like a, you go to a, a, a cemetery and yeah. then there's a full grown, they're like a life size or even bigger than life size statue. It fucking freaks me the fuck out. Uh, Any of those movies like yeah. with Harry, uh, Ray Harryhausen where the statue comes alive, you uh, know? Yeah. That shit scares the shit out of me. So anytime I see like, like you see an angel, like an angel statue. Yeah. I'm afraid that the wings are going to fly open oh, okay. and then, and then grab me and fly up to the sky. And that's, <laughs> that shit. That's probably one of the things that, that scares right? me the worst. Huh? Yeah. So just the statue of the St. Sebastian with the glowing eyes, it's creepy as fuck. It it's, is. it's the thing of yeah. my nightmares, you yeah, know? Yeah, so yeah. it affects me deeply that way. Yeah. More so probably you than me. Oh, yeah. Because I just, I didn't really do the, I didn't, I, yeah. I, I I never really had a religion. I never really went to church much. I just knew it wasn't my thing. And it's, you know, and, I, and I've and i said this in previous episodes and and, and it just, it just wasn't something I was into and, and I, my family really never went to church. And so, um, you know, I don't never begrudge anyone for doing it. It just right. wasn't what I did. Right. I, I wasn't into it. People the, grew the up small, differently. Yeah. And the small experiences I had. I was very uncomfortable. Right. I think that's the best word. I was very uncomfortable when I went to anything right. that had to do with religion. I went to, uh, I think I, I went to uh, baptisms that to, and I mentioned this in a previous. They they those scared me. Yeah, the, I, I was very uneasy, very uncomfortable with baptisms. I didn't understand it, and I just thought it was very strange. Yeah, the the, the, the wash, whole idea, the, the yeah. washing of water, dunking the people in the water was yeah. just odd to me. Now, mind you, I was I was younger than as well. I was I was damn, I was probably maybe 10 to 12, but you know, now I'd probably wouldn't, it probably wouldn't freak me out as much, but I mean, even think about like, you know, other religions, other Christian religions do it too, but I'll, I'll talk about Catholicism. So, you know, the Catholics, they, they, they eat the, you know, they have the chalice with, with the, the blood of Christ. Yeah. They, they, they have the wafer that's supposed to embody the body of Christ. Yeah. I don't, so you think about eating flesh and eating and drinking that's, blood. I mean, that's, 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 that's it's strange. It's creepy. Right? Yeah. It's strange. I mean, I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I could separate myself from it, which I, I can, yeah. it's like, and take a step back. It's like thinking about that kind of stuff. It's like, 
that's that's a little grim. That's from, a little. That's, yeah, yeah. If from looking at it at a certain perspective, again, and be very clear to everyone, we are. I am not putting down any religion. No. But if you look at it from an outsider and then you say what you just said, it right. sounds strange. It does. It sounds like if you were to tell a kid, yeah. like, uh, eat, I don't eat know. the body of Christ. Yeah, drink, he, drink, drink the his blood. blood. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> uh, what are you doing here to me? So it, almost, it almost sounds, uh, you know, lack of a better way of explaining it, it almost sounds a little cultish, a little, a little satanic. It, it does. It yeah. does. It, you know, it does. But you think if, of all these if old- If you strip that down and just say that- what? You know, because all the other stuff, I don't. I, 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 again, I haven't done it, so I don't know all of the, all the, all the ins and outs of it. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's a cold or any of that. I'm just saying, as an outsider looking in, if you're a young outsider, a kid, right, th- dude, that's hard. That's a lot to process and to understand. Well, think of man's so, deepest, darkest, you know, visions and 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 nightmares with with religion from the beginning of time it's all been kind of like that, you know, where, yeah. where you've, you know, you, you worship gods that are the mightier God gods, you know, like think of the Egyptians, think yeah, of, yeah. you know, the native Americans, they have these powerful beings that you pray to, but they could also destroy you. They could kill you. Yeah. You know, and you have to do their will and you have to walk their way. If you don't do that, then there's going to be some sort of punishment for that. Some consequences to yeah. it, which is, yeah. And then think of like the Mayans that, you know, sac- did human sacrifices I on top know. of the, you That's know, even, and, and cutting yeah. out the hearts and yeah. stuff. I mean, it all kind of boils down to what the different factions of religion have, have kind of uh, branched off from. Yeah. And when I think yeah. of Catholicism drinking the blood. Yeah. You know, that's, you think of human sacrifice. I know. That's, that's I mean, crazy. I, I mean, it's, it, it all kind of, ties to this huge huge tree this big tree trunk all these different branches yep, of religion yep, exactly and what goes on in the mind of of us as humans you know we have a lot the the mind is extremely powerful and the way that we we can i want to say i'm going off on a whole other tangent but i'm talking about religion now and I probably should. I should probably get this, you know, cut the brakes and stop right there. But but the thing is, is is we go to places that we've never experienced because I really do think that our mind can, from the beginning of time, you know, kind of manifest these things. Sure, you know, uh, well, and yeah. then we'll think of insanity. Think uh-huh. of you know, there's there's fine lines between insanity and and insanity. Yeah. Uh, even with religion, it's like, how many times do you think that maybe the one guy saw something in his brain or manifested mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. You even think of the dark. When you look at something in the dark, it's like, what? What is that? Yeah. You, you, your your imagination yeah. starts playing, yeah, you, you start, you, yeah. and then you find out that it's freaking a shirt that's hanging on a door. You yeah. Know? Yeah. In your mind, you've built up something. It could be a figure. Yeah. Okay. A perfect example. Let's say you're around someone. Um. Uh, I don't know. They have a rash, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you're no. I mean, you're six feet away from them and haven't haven't been that close to catch anything. All of a sudden, you're itching. Yeah. Or if because like, it's remember, psychosomatic. Psychosomatic. Remember when you're in school and you heard a friend had lice cooties. and all the cooties. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're itching and all right. these things. Or if or if someone the I mind don't know, is powerful that way. It, man. it is. It is. Like I I do that to myself sometimes. Where if I'm talking to someone on the phone and they're sick, all of a sudden I start. Coughing or sneezing, mm-hmm. it's so weird. 
or, or yeah. yawning. Think of oh, yawning. yawning. Yeah. So yeah, our minds, yeah, minds play tricks on us, oh, man. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, no, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. With, with um, religion, I think, you know, going to the deepest parts of, you could be whatever religion you can believe yeah. or not believe. But I think even people that don't believe in anything are saying they're atheists, um, which is true. I mean, they believe in themselves, but I think that all in all, man, I think our mind is probably, I, I, I honestly believe there's something greater out there. I have to believe that whether, I think we, so. whether it's, you know, and I'm still a Christian person, Yeah, but you know, there's always that little bit of, you know, could it be, you know, another race that, that raised us, you know, is it, is it, you know, is it this one being that, that, that takes care of everything, but also, is it also, um, what's developed in our mind of, of what do what's manifested? We could do a series of episodes just on that. Yeah. We, we really could. I mean, to, for us to think we're alone in this universe is just, it's, I'm not going to say naive. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. You put down what anyone believes, but right. dude, we're we're just a little blip on a radar, man. That's oh. all we all uh, you us Dust in this the wind. <laughs> we are, man. I mean, the universe is almost limitless, right? So yeah. you know, um, so I don't know. And what even it, our rock that we're on is yeah. is so fucking tiny in the it in, is. in the vastness of this. But we're dude, this we're whole yeah, we're universe. like a damn. I don't know. We're like a, a kernel of of rice or corn, man. In this whole scope of things, we're just this. Yeah, we're just a small little dot. And, and dude, think about and it. We're only here for a fraction of a, ex- of, of a yeah. moment, a blink. Yep, exactly. Our lifetime is a yeah. blink. So, and I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm not religious, but I think there's probably some some higher being out there. I don't know what it is. I'm not going right. to, I'm not going to say it's this or that, but, and it, but everyone, everyone thinks differently and that is okay. It's totally Absolutely. fine. Yeah. You know, and that's what I think makes us great is we're all very unique. None of us are the same, right? Oh yeah. You know, but, um, um, I don't know how we got, oh, we're talking about St. Sebastian. Oh yeah. We um, did talk about St. Sebastian. Sorry, we went down a rabbit hole on <laughs> that totally one. We totally did. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll be honest. I kind of, the rabbit holes are never intentional. But I, I I like those rabbit holes, <laughs> yeah, man. They, I, I really do. They, they um, make things interesting. Um, but yeah, so Carrie and her mother die. Um, Sue has she wakes up from because she had this traumatic experience. She wakes up right and oh yeah, but she has that she has that vision of uh, so there we go through that that dreamy foggy that fa- vaseline, that haze that, that haze that I was talking about. Yeah, it's almost about. like they rub yeah. vaseline on the uh, on the lens. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And and she's walking to where Carrie's house used to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a bunch of rocks. It's a bunch it of rocks for, the, for sale. And it's, it, it's and it says Carrie what burns in hell or something. Carrie burns in hell. Yeah. Written written in like a like a red, you know, on something, top on top yeah. of the for sale sign. And then uh she goes to kind of in a sense pay her respects, right? Right. I think she has flowers and then and then the hand comes up from the ground yeah. to grab her. And grabs her hand. And Carrie grabs her, but then she wakes up and And yeah. then her her mother's trying to like comfort her. She's and, and she's and she's holding onto her arm. Yeah. And then you notice how she looks down like she's not quite awake yet, and she's just looking at her arm like she's yeah. in yeah. and like She's terrified. She is. She yeah, thought that she Carrie is, grabbed yes. her and it was really she's her bringing mother. bringing her to hell. Man. Yeah. She's bringing her to hell. Because yeah. of, she must have sinned somehow and crossed Carrie. Well, I mean, yeah. Such a good movie. No, it is. It is a really good movie. Um, De Palma is one of his, one of his better. I mean, like I, I, I like De Palma movies, but, oh, yeah. but it's definitely one of his better ones yeah. uh, for sure. 
I think uh, as a whole, music is great. Acting's phenomenal. Do the 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 story. Obviously, we gave our props to Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actors are phenomenal in this. Like, oh, if yeah. you've never seen this movie, I mean, just uh, even if you're, I, I, I oh shit, we I, even have like Edie McClurg as one of the the bad girls, yes. which is uh, a staple in like John Hughes oh, movies. Oh my god, I know. And, she, and to think that's was she was she? Yeah, she was like thirty six, dude, when she dude, made she, this. Yeah, and she had the big glasses. Yeah. and stuff but no i mean just alone like like even if you're not in a whore just as a whole just sissy spacek and piper laurie's performances are phenomenal and yeah I, I mean and then de palma's just puts his his signature on this stamp and it's it's a great movie and it hold it hold, look yeah yes it's 76 and it's dated but it but in the, in the scheme of things as a horror movie it completely holds up it's still a classic right? oh it is you know and so i would say absolutely if you haven't seen it and we haven't ruined it for you go watch it <laughs> i mean you're gonna you know yeah um but yeah that's carrie man that is that's carrie uh carrie white <laughs> so anyways anything else man that we left out i don't think so. i don't think so i think we've talked about just we about, about every single thing yeah i think that's it man well uh anyways everyone uh thanks again for listening and uh i don't know uh stay safe out there um you know we got fall upon us and it's yep. getting a little colder and a little rainier but uh anyways tune in next time you listened all the way to the end. We appreciate that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ear for Fear Podcast, Twitter at Ear for Fear, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Ear for Fear Podcast. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There we list news and events. We're available on all the main platforms, so make sure you tell a friend. We hope you come back and get an earful.